Hi, everybody, and welcome to No Story is Sacred and our new intro music. Wait, that's not the intro music. <laughs> no, that's, that's, not intro that's music. way not the intro music. Uh, the that's intro. Uh, we'd have to pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, uh, if you've never listened before, hey, welcome to the new music crew. And uh, for everybody else... There's MasterCard. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> we are four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. And now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Brendan, and you know what? Outside my window here, you guys, there's just these eyes staring at me. Is it the eyes of God? <laughs> don't know the topic are like what is wrong with him is there a prop do we need to what call is someone? in my tea <laughs> oh uh i'm i'm pippin and and every night i just go stand on the dock and i i stare at that green light across the water again was something in your tea i am drinking tea right now which is unusual for our recordings haha <laughs> That implies that I drink something else. Normally, I have like water or something. No, no, no! It's booze now. Yep, it's booze now. Uh, explain a lot forever. about me. <laughs> I'm Alex, and so we beat on boats against the current, borne back ceaselessly into the past. <laughs> well, if we're in the past now, hey everybody, I'm Cat, and I'm gonna have this raging party. Who wants in? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear the gin flows like water. Is that true? Probably. I have a window to look at it. Don't worry about me. <laughs> I'm taking calls. You don't need to worry about them. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, drink up and remember to come to my funeral. That's all. Oh. You in? You in? You in? Yeah, cool. yeah, 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 totally. To- totally. Totally. <laughs> Totes. Uh, that sounds like such a toll downer. It does. Yeah. Yeah. What are we talking about, guys? <laughs> Nothing. Well, Nothing. today. Great party. <laughs> uh, we're talking about great parties, which is to say the 1925 novel, The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Great Gatsby or Greatest Gatsby? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It goes no Great Gatsby, Greater Gatsby, then Greatest Gatsby. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's very important to conjugate your Gatsby's properly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, if you've never read The Great Gatsby, uh, congratulations. It's now in the public domain. So have at it. Uh, But the summary, according to Google, is set in the jazz age on Long Island, the novel depicts the narrator Nick Carraway's interactions with the mysterious millionaire Jay Gatsby and Gatsby's obsession to reunite with his former lover, Daisy Buchanan. That's it. That's a novel. That really is. That's yeah. Yeah, that wrap yeah, it up. Nothing. Nothing else. And we're nothing done. else. Bake it away, toys. <laughs> Did you get uh, toys? <laughs> Do what the kid said. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Uh, so yeah, the the Great Gatsby, uh, uh, the bane of all high schoolers everywhere in the country, right? I mean, I know I was assigned the Great Gatsby in high school. <laughs> I don't think I was assigned it. You must have been. No, I don't even remember doing a fake assignment because I've I've written some pl- uh, I've written some assignments where I definitely did not read the thing, and I don't even remember Wait, a fake you, one. You you don't know all about the intricacies of Scrimshaw? 
Nope. Take that one. Wow. Oh. Wow. Gentle yep. listener, we were all traumatized by Moby Dick in high school. <laughs> Which is apparently uh, ironic because I think uh, our mother was like a Moby Dick scholar. <laughs> yeah, actually she was. <laughs> one time I walked through the house and saw five different copies of Moby Dick. It was following you. <laughs> I was real mad about it. I uh, I should try it again sometime. But oh, Now that we're you. older and wiser... Yeah, I mean, I did recently restart it, and it wasn't bad. I'm like, yeah, sometimes I do feel like knocking off somebody's hat. Fuck huh. them. And you just don't get that mood in high school. <laughs> yeah. What was the what were they called? The like graphic no the graphic novel well, classics classics the, illustrated oh classics illustrated that our mother would do essays for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did one for um, Moby Dick, Hamlet, Hamlet, Captain's Courageous, Kim. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Did she uh, do Kim? Yeah, she did Kim. She did a bunch yeah. of Rudyard Kipling. Look them up sometime, <laughs> listeners. Ha ha. Surely they're uh, still in print. Or or yeah. the other comic foray, Time Walker. Hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, but here's the thing. We're not here to talk about how great mom was, though. We're not? She was, and we would happily spend an hour talking about it. We are here Beat? to talk about the fi- car alarm I'm- going off. <laughs> we are here to talk about the great Gatsby. Old sport. And so wait, so I think I feel like we should be honest with the audience. We didn't read it in high school. <laughs> Did any of us read it for this? Okay, I started the first ten pages and then I fell asleep, not because of the Gatsby, but because of pandemic. And I'm sorry, because of the Backstreet Boys reunion here. Mm-hmm. But Alex did read me the summary. <laughs> and wait, and I, I did attempt to watch the movie, the with the the one with Leo, but its style uh, actually threw me way off, and I couldn't uh, uh, finish finish it. So I also read the Spark Notes to Cat. Wow! Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, to prepare for this episode, I just watched said movie, and you know, I had, I had a good time, you know. Uh, Le- Leonardo DiCaprio is like, he's good at playing. A great yeah, yeah, he's a great Gatsby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> just the uh, uh, what, what's that line about the smile? Uh, oh, a smile that makes you like believe in good things. Yeah. Wait, wait, the uh, super queer smile. That one. Yeah, that yeah. one. But yeah, like the-, the queer longing smile. The uh, no, just the 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 smile that Leonardo DiCaprio is able to deliver. Through a martini glass, pretty much. I mean, yeah, he is able to pull it off, which is hard to say for like the vast majority of the planet, right? Mm. I, I will say that he was like, it's not a shocker that they cast him. I'm no. like, no, that no. scans. Yeah, he what is I want to know is, good. I don't know this. Who played Tom Buchanan? Oh, he looked familiar. Because uh. FYI, I really think it should like if this was done now. That's Army Hammer down to the ground. And I'm going to leave it at that. Wait, which, one, oh, wait, no. cat, cat, cat. which one do you think is Tom and which one do you think is Nick? Nick, I thought, was, it played, was played by Tobey Maguire in the Correct. movie, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 So I don't know who played Tom. Mm. Um, I don't know who played Daisy. Wait, Daisy was that blonde girl, right? Um, I know what, my actresses. What's her head? Mulligan? Da- no, not Daisy Mulligan. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I, I know you're 
talking about. I can't remember her first name though. We're, we're getting uh, sidetracked. I, I, yeah. I do say I do think that Nick is uh, that Toby Maguire is ne- not necessarily like a go-to Nick for me, but to Brendan's point, Leonardo DiCaprio delivered. Well, here's the thing: Toby Maguire and Leonardo DiCaprio are friends IRL, so Ooh. that plays into you know their interactions because they are actually real friends good for them yeah so i too watched the movie i in my defense had (laughs) every intention of reading the book it's uh, only forty thousand words guys it's actually a really short novel but what i did that's a novelette that's a novella that's a fan i i ended up reading um the six of crows duology instead so (laughs) screw y'all fair uh well, I ordered the Kindle version of I, – I pre-ordered it, like, at the beginning of January, end of December. Because, like, oh, I'll, I'll, you know, read it on my e-reader. It'll be fine. But I then I kept getting emails from Amazon going, like, oh, we're pushing back the release date. Uh, so I didn't get the Kindle version until last night. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Well, after I decided, no, I'm not going to read this. <laughs> but it only cost me, like, 40 cents. So, really <laughs> – Really, who lost? I mean, I did, because I probably could have gone to uh, uh, the Gutenberg Project or something. Which is what I did. <laughs> Listen, I made mistakes. Anyway. Uh, anyway, let, let, let's... But also, the movie's great. Yeah. But is it? Yeah. It's, uh, it's Baz Luhrmann. Oh. Yeah, it's a very Baz Luhrmann. Oh, fuck. Baz Luhrmann is definitely the guy to do this. Yeah. But, uh, and... but it kept on throwing me out. <laughs> You might not be a Baz Luhrmann kind of guy. Yeah, that's true. Baz Luhrmann's a very that's a, that's a type. Hmm. It's it's an aesthetic with a capital A. Cat, mm-hmm. I will tell you though, this is just private to you. Okay, uh, okay. yeah, go on. <laughs> those intricate rituals. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh They they sure are intricate. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> and I, that's why I'm saying Army Hammer should should play in the future. Tom Buchanan. <laughs> I think that's the role he was uh, meant to play. Thank you. Anyway, so let's talk story because we've been dithering for a while now. <laughs> that's true. Listen, we just got to get our Gatsby memes out. Um, all right, so the year is nineteen twenty something. Like the ba- I wrote something for the backstory. Backstory: nineteen twenties, war's over, money is coming in, nothing can possibly go wrong. Act three. Woo! Everything goes wrong. (laughs) All right. So uh, our hero, Nick Carraway, our hero, our narrator. Yeah, uh, he's not really that much of a hero. There there are no heroes here. No. Uh, Our rich guy who's like, I think I'm bored. I know. I'm just going to use my parents' money, go out east, and I don't know, do something. (laughs) I can. Like, what, what, what is a good job for, for someone who is is uh, who is is too rich to actually get an education? Bond salesman, and that's uh, not topical, topical at all. Woohoo! Stonks. Uh, Pippin, did we just did we just like crash into each other trying to make a topical joke? You think so? Oh, uh, but did we crash jump. into anybody in the road? <laughs> Uh, just don't stop. Don't stop. Not just keep on, on going. Keep on going. Keep yeah. on going. Go, 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 don't go. Don't worry about it. Don't go, worry about it. Go, 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 go. All right, Nothing so. bad can come of this. Nope. Uh, it's not our car anyway. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so, 
uh, our narrator, Nick Carraway, moves into the new money portion of New York City. Basically. Long Island. But, uh, yeah. it's- but not the, the good new money part. There's a gooder <laughs> new money part. Well, there's new money and then there's old money. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Across the bay is old money. Yeah. Uh, one of them is West Egg. One of them is East Egg. And I'm sure it's very symbolically, very symbolically important. Because uh, I remember talking about that in the class when I didn't read the books so and none of it sunk in. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and his next door neighbor is the mysterious Jay Gatsby. The guy. Very mysterious, very rich. The guy who is throwing a rager every fucking week. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. Like every night. Which, you know. Well, what else are you going to do if you have a giant fucking mansion in the, true. you know, in the new money section of town? Come true. now. Although I'd love to be the other neighbor on the other side of Jay Gatsby, who is just <laughs> eternally pissed off every single night where it's like, I just want to have a solid eight tonight for the love of God, Jay. No party uh, tonight, please. It's a Tuesday. Lo- oh my God. For the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> one night that's what actually happened to jay gatsby one night uh the other neighbor leads him into the basement to look at the wine <laughs> yeah like, uh for the love of god old sport <laughs> please so uh nick also has a i think she's his cousin yes uh mm-hmm. who lives across the bay in the old money part of town and she is married to her name is daisy she's married to pat uh, to Pat. they also oh, Pat Tom. Buchanan. Tom Buchanan. Tom Buchanan. Pat Buchanan is, Pat. is a politician. Listen, listen, they're all white dudes. Um, <laughs> That's true. A- actually, all assholes. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I have a very John Mulaney voice in my head, and you're like, <laughs> and she's married to an asshole, and you should never get married to an asshole. <laughs> true facts. Uh, but also, they kind of deserve each other. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> Rich people uh, be rich. And they also all know each other from Yale. White people school. Go on. White people school. And uh, Daisy's unhappy with her life. Tom is having an affair with someone in the poor part of town. The lower class. Myrtle. The lower class. Oh uh, Myrtle, God. who is married to his mechanic or something. Yeah. She calls him at his house every night. Yeah, so they're not subtle about this affair either. Except her husband has no clue. Her husband's the only one who knows nothing about any of this. Hey there, Tom. Nice to see you. See, nice to see you kissing my wife. Nice to see you putting putting your hand up my wife. Wait a moment. I should get you a soda. <laughs> That's just how they say hello in East Egg. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, oh, the rich. Will we ever understand their ways? Uh, so Nick goes down a path of... Uh, Degradation. Debauchery. Debauchery. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Everyone keeps handing him drinks and he is just too polite to say no. The first time he ever got drunk was in the middle of that orgy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good line. <laughs> Thank you. Put that on some merch. Um, <laughs> hell yeah. And then he meets Gatsby and somehow his life gets worse. Uh, he doesn't think so. He thinks, he thinks Gatsby's the bee's knees. His life gets more interesting, yet he's too young and stupid to realize that interesting almost always means terrible. In hindsight. Really, it shows that Nick and Daisy are related because they have a type. 
Oh, so uh, he gets invited to one of Jay Gatsby's parties, being the only one who's actually invited. Everyone else just sort of shows up. And it turns out uh, that Gatsby wants to be friends with Nick because Nick is related to Daisy and uh, Gatsby and Daisy used to be a thing. And they were like in love or something. Uh, but then he went off to war and was also poor, so she got married before he came back to someone who was rich. Like you do. Like yeah. you do. Like you do. Although I don't know if she knew explicitly th- that he was poor at the time, did she? Uh, presumably at the time, his last name was still Gats. Yeah, so there's also a little bit of tinge of he was poor mm. and Jewish. Mm. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> the ri- the- also, that is... A great way of you choosing your name, new name. Let's see. My name is Gats. What's a good way to? Uh, what's a good new name? Gats A. Gats B. <laughs> got it. We got, got it. it. We got, got it. it. Nailed it. We got it in two. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm letting you have that joke, Alex, because you totally fucking stole it. Hey, 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 hey! I was one who who started that riff. <laughs> but I finished it. Go on. Uh, so, uh, she goes off, gets married, has a kid, by the way, which is not mentioned at the beginning, shows up at the end, not mentioned at any point in between. The only reason I know that there is a kid is because there's a Kate Beaton comic <laughs> where, <laughs> uh, uh, I, where I guess Tom and Daisy are making out in the back of a car. No, Gatsby and Daisy are making out in the back of a car and they're like, what about the baby? What baby? And there's a baby on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Kate Beaton baby. Kate Beaton. Um, yeah, it's a Kate Beaton baby. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> so they arrange it so that Gatsby and Daisy meet again. Uh, they go have an affair of their own. Like you do. Uh, like you do. Like you do. Yeah. Like these rich assholes do. <laughs> like, uh, and at no point does Nick go, you used me <laughs> well because it all seems very romantic to him was i a bet was i a, was fucking, I a fucking bet, bet? man uh, nick Carraway was kind of a kind of a tool they here's the thing they all were money and drugs does that to people whoa <laughs> yep just because he's the least toolish of the lot doesn't stop him from being a tool <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> um, yeah, we, 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 yeah, we were treated to his internal monologue the entire time, but I wonder if there was like an internal monologue to the internal monologue going like, this is fine. This is normal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, Gatsby tries to convince Daisy to uh, tell Tom uh, <laughs> uh, that she doesn't love him, has never loved him, uh, and she's going to go off with uh, Gatsby. You know, through all of this, Tom finds out about the affair. Because they're not being the most subtle, let's be real. More subtle than he was, but that was a very low bar. Yeah. But also, he was a man, so, like, (laughs) (laughs) it's to be expected Um, that he'll have his little peccadillos. What's she gonna do, leave him? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so they go off to have a small party with uh, at like the park plaza or something uh, in the city proper, as we all do. 
as we all do, with Tom and Daisy and Gatsby and Nick, uh, and this other woman who has, you know, been here the whole time. Uh, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. Yeah. Okay, I gotta say, Jordan's my fucking hero. She's rich, knows all the gossip, and stays the fuck out of everybody else's bed. Right. And I think she's, like, an athlete. Yeah. And that she's an athlete. Golf champion. And, and notice how she did not get dragged into everybody else's bullshit at the very mm-hmm. end. True. Yeah, she survives the story. Well, well <laughs> who knows? Maybe she's a, a Nick to Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, uh, she's my bestie, so- but damn, she makes bad life choices. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they have the final confrontation of them, you know, in that hotel room, uh, where Daisy, uh, declines telling Tom that she never loved him and, uh, will leave him. And so, uh, Tom is all like, ha ha. Take that, Gatsby. Uh, <laughs> now, you dick. Uh, now go and drive, so, and that, now go drive my wife home. <laughs> which is such a power move. Yeah, that that was, yeah. but there were also some revelations that happened in that hotel room, uh, namely that I believe Gatsby made his money uh, rum running, I think, right? Or moonshining? Bootlegging? Uh, yeah, bootleg alcohol is all I'm getting at. Yeah, uh, stuff with Prohibition was involved, and then after that, just sketchy shit in general. Yeah. So Gatsby made his money through crime. And like, yeah. none of the old money people got their money for... I'm doing I'm doing bad stuff. Nope, never. Their nope. ancestors did. Yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> they trade stocks on Wall Street, Pippin. Come on, that's not theft. That's um, not gambling. Not that's topical. just smarts. <laughs> what? That's the free market. Like, <laughs> um, no, stop buying GameStop stocks. <laughs> Why don't you try investing in the market? No, not like that. <laughs> um, so uh, Gatsby drives. No, Gatsby and Dr- Daisy drive home. Yep. Ambiguous. <laughs> and subtle. And subtle. right, right. Tom, Nick, and Jordan, who is still better than everybody, uh, drive in the other car, and they come across a terrible scene because someone has been struck and killed by a reckless driver. And it was a hit and run. Quote, unquote, reckless. Uh, uh, it was a hit and run. A really, really recognizable car, though. <laughs> Bright yellow. <laughs> Uh-oh. Very similar to what Gatsby and Gatsby. Daisy were driving, right? Right. Yeah, funny enough. Huh. But you know who was struck? Myrtle, the mechanic's wife. The one who was having an affair? Her? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Weird coincidence. What a coincidence. So Tom is upset because apparently he liked Myrtle. Although, uh, a fucking shocker to all of us. Yeah. Really? You liked her? Though, I'm not sure I was so much uh, upset that Myrtle was dead so much as Gatsby did something and thinks he can get away with it. Hmm. I think that's more accurate. Yeah. And or closer to, my property is now no longer mine? What we yeah. guess? So Tom tells Myrtle's husband, who I'm sure had a name, but I don't remember George. it, uh, George, that the car that struck Myrtle is owned by this asshole over in East West Egg, whatever, Jay Gatsby. Uh, and they drive home. And I'm just saying, I know you have a gun in your drawer. You don't have to do anything, but, you know, 
I hear that the southern entrance of his property is usually unguarded. Uh, oh, oops, I dropped a floor plan. Weird. <laughs> oh, and by the way, at six o'clock every evening, he likes to go for a swim. Just making idle conversation. You know, like you do. So they head back over to their houses. Uh, Nick confronts Gatsby. Gatsby explains that actually it was Daisy who was driving the car. Because Gatsby apparently has got the moral fu- moral backbone of like a Claire. <laughs> and he washes off the car and nothing ne- bad needs to happen from this. Uh-huh. Uh, and he is sure, he is sure that Daisy is going to call him and and they are still going to run away together because they're in love. Oh, Gatsby. Uh, and Nick is all like, okay, <laughs> I believe in you because I, I believe in your belief. Uh yeah. Because he's, I love you. He, he's like uh, he's like the uh, anime sidekick to the protagonist, you know. I believe in you, big bro. It's it's just his yeah. character. He doesn't know any better yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. And so uh, while Nick is away at work, George comes by. First time in the freaking movie that he's actually doing his day job. What the hell, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> George comes by and shoots... And kills Gatsby. And then himself. Well, I mean, you might as well finish it up. And Daisy decides to go uh, off with Tom and their child uh, to some other place. Then they do not return Nick's calls when he calls to beg them to come to Gatsby's funeral, which no one attends. The end. Because it was all empty. Get it? His whole life was empty. It was a shell. Yeah. (laughs) There was no worth or value in the uh, trappings of wealth. Whoa. 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 I, I feel like the moral of the story is if the girl you love marries someone else, take that as a hint. <laughs> just, just move on. You've apparently got a shitload of money. Do something fun with it. Throw a lot of parties and enjoy them. You know, yeah. I'm sure Jordan there would have been happy to play around. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm very certain Nick. Would have been happy to play around. <gasps> Nick was there. He was waiting for you. <laughs> they could have been the best thruple. Uh, looks through your windows every night. <laughs> yeah, just turn off that green light. I, I put in some green filtering glass. <laughs> turn on the red light instead. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I was going to say, Gatsby, you don't have to turn on that green light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the green light, incidentally, is the light at the end of Daisy Buchanan's house's uh, pier, because, of course, they're rich, so they're all in waterfront property. Uh, that's what the green light references <laughs> are when people talk about and joke about Gatsby. Adieu. <laughs> <laughs> I will notice a a thing that i i would have brought up uh in any of my classes where i if i ever had ever actually read them for class um all of my previous english teachers were very disappointed in me uh, <laughs> but i would point out that uh the light is green uh the car the is, is yellow clean. what <laughs> the trap is clean uh the car is yellow and the billboard that overlooks the slums uh is blue primary colors bitches what? uh and there's probably something there am i going to interrogate it more no no gonna investigate for other color uses nah. you know i hear these curtains are just blue y'all <gasps> wild <laughs> crazy theory coming at 11 <laughs> so the reason we're talking about the great gatsby right now uh is because it's recently entered the public domain Woo! yes it has which means we can, we as the public, 
own this, which means we can do whatever the fuck we want to it, which really is what this podcast is about. Yeah. Now we have an excuse. Yeah. Yeah, hasn't stopped us before, but uh, this time we're allowed to. We could make money off it if we really wanted to. Hell yeah. This time, if any of us wanted to, we could in fact just write this new story. Yep. Oh, God. As opposed to all the other times, which I should not be held accountable for. (laughs) (laughs) The other times are just wild speculation. Mm -hmm. It could happen. Uh, I will point out that the moment it became public domain, uh, I believe it got uploaded to uh, the fanfiction site, Archive of Our Own, uh, in its entirety with one change. Yes. (laughs) That change being, I believe, in that hotel room uh, in the city, I think... Tom and Gatsby kiss. The way God intended. Real quick. And then <laughs> and then it's just the rest of the story as is. You listen, you know what that whoever uploaded that was doing God's work. I'm just imagining it's this like that little condescending peck on the forehead, like that's what you I get. mean, if it's on AO3, you know it's gotta be more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come to think of it, I could have read that before <laughs> Yeah, what the hell, Pepin? Now, what's also interesting, uh, some of the reactions from people writ large about the fact that uh, The Great Gatsby is now public domain is, like, right away, somebody's like, you know what? Here you go. Uh, spec script for a Muppet Great Gatsby. Hell I want yeah. It so bad. Hell yeah. Where everyone's Muppets, but I think Nick? Yes. I mean, yes. And I would like Topher Grace to play Nick. Uh, uh, the, because the person- we saw that great scene. I recently saw whatever scene that was where Miss Piggy makes out with him. The uh, yeah. the, the person in this case was speculating Tom Holland for their <gasps> imaginary world. Okay, wait, no, that, okay. That works. No, I see that. And of course, having Gonzo and Rizzo uh, be two made-up characters that accompany Nick the entire time, but also provide extra narration. Yes. Yeah. Basically, just follow the Muppet Christmas Carol pattern and you'll be... Most of the way there with what we just talked about. <laughs> and raking in the money. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Raking it in. <laughs> People who are like, you know, who defend to the death of uh, Muppets Treasure Island. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, Is it? I've never seen it. It has Tim Curry uh, in it. Yeah. As oh, a, I do like yeah. Tim Curry. As, as a Long John Silver. Nice. But also on Amazon, someone self-published The Great Gatsby Undead. Uh, nice. Good. Oh, gosh. Tor is going to be publishing uh, The Chosen and the Beautiful, which is uh, a play off of uh, The Great Gatsby, only Asian American people and, you know, queer people. Explicitly so. As opposed to the, you know, queer people that are already in the book. Yeah, so already it's been in the public domain uh, as of this recording less than a month. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, And already we are getting some gold <laughs> and i feel like we can add uh, our own pyrite to the mix yeah <laughs> <laughs> excellent joke <laughs> thank you uh, also it's convenient that we actually ended up having to uh push back the recording of this because certain economic events happened <laughs> right <laughs> uh does they do we want to very brief very briefly brendan brendan briefly uh, uh place this episode within historical context uh no i meant brendan does it oh i I can be brief if i'm not interrupted fucking wow okay pip go for it yeah try reddit went and fucked up fucked up uh was amazing with the game stock game stock game stonks with a (laughs) game stonks game stop 
stocks and really ruined some hedge managers' uh, days. Uh, and if you want more information than that and some great memes, you can Google it. Look it up. Although, frankly, you've probably already heard about it at this point. <laughs> uh... But just imagine Tom Buchanan somewhere being that pissed off. Oh, mm. imagine and Nick, uh, Nick talking about uh, it. And then, like a pack of wolves in the night, they came and, and tore apart the dreams that we had built. Out of GameStop. <laughs> Just for the fact that we were, were borrowing stocks, then selling those stocks, and the, and buying those tra- stocks again when they were cheaper, and the, and returning the, those borrowed stocks. How dare the poors play <laughs> the our The stocks game. were short. Just like our hope. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, just like Myrtle there at the end, right? Whoa. What? what? All right. So we have carte blanche to fucking tear apart this book and make it better than it was before. Well, you know, <laughs> no it's promises. good. For, like, here's the thing. It is what it like. It's good right now. It's a good story. It is. a. Yeah. Like, it, I was watching it and I was going like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. It's got all the kind of, of uh, text that you, you, you that you need in American lit. That being said, there's plenty of room to fuck around. And find out. And we'll find out. <laughs> and th- that's what we're here to do. We're here to find out. Uh-huh. And remember, F. Scott Gerald was not a fucking uh, uh, is uh, uh, an assertion that that the fucking 1920s were fucking horrible. Do you know what's distressing is how much of The Great Gatsby is actually kind of autobiographical? Yeah. Oh, that is distressing. Well, wait, he Zelda, right? Thing for, not even Zelda. He was had a relationship with uh, some other socialite. Jesus. Yeah, no. Look it up on uh, Wikipedia sometimes, friends. It is distressing. <laughs> uh, so, so. Right. Buttons. Uh, <laughs> I am going to say a thing. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to go with perhaps what's obvious. I'm going to get tangled up uh, in my own chords just, you know, to make life exciting. Like you do. I'm going to do perhaps the obvious thing, but you know what? Somebody has to, and I call dibs. Fuck you. I am going to make this just a straight-up science fiction novel. <gasps> Ooh. So Gatsby in space? Yes, Gatsby in space. You're taking my thing this time. <laughs> Listen, dibs. Uh, but also, speaking of your thing... Uh, I actually thought of this uh, when I was looking at the Wikipedia article uh, earlier, and it actually has a little box quote of what you quoted earlier. Uh, so we beat on boats against the current back from. Uh, so we beat on boats against the current, borne back ceaselessly into the past. Uh, and I thought, wow, how great would that line be if it were? Uh, so we beat on ships against the stars, borne back ceaselessly. And into the past. Uh, so it's also a time travel uh, narrative in space. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, but also, be honest with yourself, Pippin. Is this just mm. a way to have an entire book of space fops? <laughs> the fop is too good for this story. The fop would never. The fop is Jordan. The, the fop, <laughs> listen, the fop is a socialite, but also the fop of sexual escapades are just full-on consent with, with everyone unaware of everything else. The fop has been to Gatsby parties, but would not himself actually hang out socially with Gatsby. Well, to be fair, neither did anybody else at those parties. <laughs> That's true. Whoa. That's very true. Uh, fool. He does d- judge Daisy Buchanan, though. Well, yeah. 
But yeah, so just it in space. You know, uh, there's a space force that Gatsby went into. Ugh. Uh, there's still the old money, the new money. I don't think the stock trading would work in space. Yes, sure. It would. Yeah, you trade planets. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. What you do is you trade, I mean, you can trade planets, but you could also trade uh, speculation in cargo. Yeah. Oh. Is, well, you gotta get the, you gotta get the old, basically you gotta get the older ideas. So, you know, remember people could make or lose fortunes doing speculation in like the 1700s because ships sometimes fucking sank. You had no idea. You had no clue what was going on. That's what you got going on in your space thing. Is your ship gonna make it back from Alpha Centauri? Is it gonna end up somehow in a doldrum? Hmm. Um, <laughs> fucking wormholes, man. Never heard from again? A space lobster trap? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am suggesting a sibling cabal cinematic universe. But anyway, fair. Oh, remember the little old lady conspiracy? <gasps> oh, Holy yeah. shit, the old lady conspiracy! Yeah, hold that thought. <laughs> hold that fucking. You're thought. welcome. So yeah, it's still like the same story, but in space, featuring people of color and also uh queer people. Yeah, Nick's straight up in love with like. Everybody he's not related to, because Nick does seem like that sort of person. I think that he also has an uncomfortable attraction to his own cousin. Hmm. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. probably. Uh, it's why he doesn't do anything with anybody. But, oh, man, if Gatsby kissed him, he wouldn't say no. <laughs> but yeah. And then there's, you know, a fun... How does Myrtle get run over in space? Airlocked. She gets run out? No, she gets... Uh, she, she just gets run over in space. <laughs> Did she go running out into the stars? Well, oh, oh no, no, no. So something that rich assholes do is like go on uh, like a lunar rover expeditions or drives or whatever. And yeah, Daisy was out working that day or something. I don't know. <laughs> she was moon mining. Hit by the lunar yeah. rover just seems funny as hell. Just she has the same. <laughs> there, there's a, there's a future Rama feel to that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, also it it also feels a little bit like Deadpool running somebody over with a zamboni because the rover's not. I mean, gravity. And <laughs> I mean, yeah. But if the hotel is on a moon that has stums around. The sort of rich hoity-toity uh, vacation spot. Well, you need, you need moon workers to run a moon hotel. Okay, 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 okay. But to get from the hotel to the launch pad so, thing where all the ships actually dock. So here, here's the thing. Okay, mm. okay. So you're on a, a like a lunar hotel or whatever, and there's slums mm -hmm. uh, all around where the you know the working class goes. Now to go from like say the hotel areas to the uh, the working areas, there are these tunnels, right? Uh, but you have to be <gasps> able to have, or, or, or they're above ground tunnels. They're more like, I don't know, just imagine glass tubes or whatever. Now, in normal mm. operation, um, if a vehicle wants to pass through, because you have to be able to cut across these tunnels sometimes, they'll like kind of seal it off and then it's like a drawbridge. So they'll just go pass through. But rich assholes being rich and pissed off have override codes because of course. And so they just go and, airlock and uh yeah, I, i'm just imagining that they still like managed to basically cut off uh, uh myrtle and like maybe a few dozen other people because they're terrible <laughs> just so they can drive through seems legit what if tom had the access code because of his affair with myrtle and he had told it to gatsby earlier in the day 
uh, to try to show off is, oh, look, I've got, you know, access uh-huh. to get places faster. So therefore, the only rich people who could have done this uh, when Myrtle is killed is Tom or Gatsby. But it's actually uh, Daisy. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Uh, and I think the general aesthetic is actually the future that the golden age of science fiction thought that the future was going to look at like. Ooh, I like that. Where everything is art deco. Filled with a bunch of white people? Well, uh, not that part. <laughs> but like the the chrome art de- arches. Art deco. Art deco. Mm-hmm. Which is also very the Baz Luhrmann uh, mm-hmm. Gatsby. But sort of like Metropolis. Uh, it's that sort of aesthetic. That being said, I do think that having the white people aspect and have it be like, oh, the upper class, and then everyone's being like, hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's still, you know, a race aspect in that it's a commentary on racism, whereas uh, the original Gates, Great Gatsby is incredibly white. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Gatsby also being coded Jewish, which is its own terrible thing. Uh, anti-Semitism. There you uh, go. It, it, with Gatsby being coded as Jewish, so it's a commentary on anti-Semitism. So they can also be playing around with that. Mm. But yeah, that's what I have to say about it. <laughs> Let's have some more commentary on how racist uh, the golden age of science fiction was. Uh, and also classism. Uh, yeah. Right. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. Nick actually works up the courage. And kisses as Gatsby. Woo! And the rest of the book is rather than Hannah and the Gatsby and Daisy's awkward affair. Because let's face it, that affair was kind of... You're, you're, uh. you're trying too hard or, or there. It's like, uh, I'll prove to you, Gatsby, that I'm better than, uh, than for you than Daisy. Uh, for, for this entire thing, you've watched... Uh, you've actually looked, watched, been watching staring at two things. The green light and me. So what's it gonna? Ooh. So what's it gonna be? Uh, um, old sport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just uh, like that, uh, and just a series of misadventures until eventually he gets me. He's like, "Okay, you got me, old sport." I'd read that fanfic. Just, just Nick going like, "Gatsby, don't you see? I'm here the whole time," and then. Your line about the Green Knight was actually amazing. And then, like, the novel, rest of the novel is, one, trying to get Gatsby to, you know, love him back, but also getting him out of the terrible situation he's in instead of, you know, dying. And then, yeah. uh, queer love reigns supreme. Does, yeah. does Tom Buchanan get a comeuppance in this one instead? I think that his punishment is still having to live with Daisy. Whoa! Shots fired. I think Tom and Daisy sort of deserve each other. That being said, Daisy is in an abusive relationship. Uh, she, she, true. Yeah, like th- there's there's multiple axes of of bad times and going she, on here. And Daisy has like a whole heap of self loathing. And if we if we take her her line, her line about oh she hoping that her daughter goes up to be a to be a fool or as anything. That being said, I think both Gatsby and Nick's best lo- best action here is to is to pull at Jordan and just get out of that. Put on yeah. your own oxygen mask first. That's the rule. I I will point out that Daisy's the one who killed someone. I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's all I've got on that. <laughs> but that someone was uh, the person who is sleeping with her husband. Well, she I... did not know that. Wait, or really? did she? Wait, I thought Myrtle... Wait, what? She knew that her husband was having an affair. She didn't know exactly with who. Well, to be fair, thought... to be fair, we only know what Nick knows. 
That's true. Well, also, who would have told Jordan otherwise? Mm. Did Jordan know? She knew who someone was calling every night, and she knew, and, and she knew the. Uh, Tom's the kind of guy uh, who, who would have an affair, so... Also remember... But she didn't know it was murder. Also, okay. this is the 1920s. You can just have the operator tell you Ooh. things. <gasps> operators. I forgot about operators. But here's the thing, you guys. She still wouldn't... Even if she had the name Myrtle, she wouldn't necessarily connect it with that person. That's true, because she is a poor. True. <laughs> and also, she was going real fast. Sometimes you just gotta go fast, guys. Y'all, Daisy killed some woman she didn't know. <laughs> yeah, it's <that's> true. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you just gotta drive your feelings out into other people. Wait, no. <laughs> just gotta drive your feelings away. Listen, I've got a fast car. <laughs> You've got a ticket. <laughs> She's got a ticket to anywhere? Yeah. Oh, no. All right. All right, so that's me and Al. Al, what, what's that anime meme? The one with the car? Truckin'. Something like that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Merle, Merle's going to get isekai Good for her. Good for her. Hey. Aw. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, can I go, guys? Sure. Can I go? Okay. Listen, I had I had a lot of ideas. I could have gone a lot of places, but I decided to trash them all the second Pippin mentioned the little old lady conspiracy. Uh, for <laughs> for long-time listeners, you may recall that for... For everyone's, for a long time, every once in a while, like little old ladies would pop up in it. mostly my narratives, but sometimes other people's. Yeah, to think, save the I, day or have their own fucking adventures or what have you. I, I think, think they, it started when we talked about the producers. Yeah. Correct. It was definitely the producers had a little, I think maybe they also showed up in a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. I think so. Um, I don't remember. I just know that there was a lot of, it became a conspiracy. I love the idea of transposing this whole story, or at least the the class parts of it, to a village, um, uh, uh, with the what everybody is considering the old money versus new money parts of town, which are the same parts of town. <laughs> uh, there is a floral show coming up. Oh no! <laughs> yes. The affair is happening between who exactly is getting the uh, the good seeds or or something good seedlings out of the uh, uh, the gardener's shop. The gardener who would not be allowed into the floral floral show at all, and 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 so on. I'm trying to think of uh, and then of course lesbians. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. But uh, uh, because there's nothing quite like uh, old spinsters suddenly finding love. Like, wait a moment. I'm allowed to do this. What? That being said, the Nick character is going to be a the new little old lady in town. She is we- recently widowed, but is not telling anyone about the uh, about the marriage. And it's because it's lesbians. So Woo! unfortunately, the story does start. Oh, I buried our gaze right from the start. Damn oh, it. Cat. All right. Maybe, uh, you know what? Whatever. Maybe she's uh, maybe it's a husband. So she's bi, but he was straight. The worst. What? <laughs> Listen, at least that way I haven't buried a gay from the beginning. It just, does uh, natural causes in a loving relationship count uh, as burying gays? Still dead. True. Mm. You know, you still can't have live people having a nice time. And, or they broke up, I don't know. One of them wanted to return back to the old homestead and the other one wanted to go to San Francisco and have a nice time. Whatever. The point is, she's new in town and... 
you know, a bunch of people from her old finishing school are there. You know, of course, people she grew up with, which means that you get all the, the crazy gossip and, and shenanigans of youth still playing out. Like, Sally dumped an entire, like, inkwell of ink on my dress when we were 12. We are 30. Uh, we are not 30. Uh, we are 65 now. And we are never for it was we are a never drop. forgiving that shit. It was a drop of of splattered ink. It was just you a drop. poured it and smiled. You were the one who was shaking my arm. <laughs> anyway, so uh, uh, Gatsby is going to be um, another little old lady. They're all little old ladies. It's a town full of little old ladies. That being said, if it's a town, it's going to be a one of those fifty five plus communities. That's what it is, where things get weird. <laughs> um. And there's, you know, the people who are in the original uh, uh, buildings, and then there are the people who uh, move into the newer locations that um, got built after the community got filled up but need more space. Okay. So there's that kind of back and forth. And then basically, um, does anybody die? I don't know. I mean, it's the Great Gatsby. Some, like, so there's got to be a lot of, like, people it, – It's a, I don't think I want to take the entire Great Gatsby – Someone's got to get disillusioned by something, and there needs to be at least disillusioned by the Jazz Age. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it'd be really, really funny if there was a Jazz Night, <laughs> and it goes poorly. <laughs> well, no. So somebody goes home disillusioned by the Jazz Age. Oh no, they all dress up in their old flapper, her, her gowns and caps. Oh, I think I. I hate to say it. I wonder is that is that community still like kicking the gong around yeah probably not are they because that was the 20s and you would have to be 20 like back then probably not probably not no so you can set it in the 80s how about that cat oh my god no we're setting this in the 90s when queer stuff was weirder and that's why they're all being really secretive about it as opposed to having gigantic rainbow flags up and being like my trans granddaughter has put me on tinder (laughs) i really wish that that was wasn't a sentence i just heard aha anyway Though now I really want to write a story where uh, somebody's trans granddaughter puts them on Tinder. I mean, listen, they be having a nice time. Um, yeah, so I just want to steal a bunch of elements of this and then have my old ladies come in. Largely because I am feeling the weight of age, you guys. Oh. Um. Yeah. I got, I got another sweet 15, 20 years until I can hit that 55 plus community, but I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I mean, it's good that you have goals. <laughs> Listen, it's going to be a great time, and I need to prepare now. All right. Um, so that's my thing. It's not great, but uh, I got obsessed. Go on. So that's me then. Uh, yes, we're gonna we're gonna go a little bit weird here. Not that weird though. I found it interesting how Gatsby came into the money there in particular, and just some of the adventures. In the five years before the story starts, you know, going to war, befriending some old man with a lot of money. Did he, you know, befriend that person on purpose? You know, there might be some extra details there. Uh, the trip to Oxford that uh, got him dividends when he learned that he could just tell people he went to Oxford. <laughs> uh, but just kind of a, uh, like, classic uh, following a con man story. And just the charming adventures that happen therein as we see him fool like progressively more and more 
upper crust rich people to the point where he gets to befriend the the really rich old sport guy right and then from there manages to get his ties in with the uh the local uh bootleggers and all that and the mafia i mean the mafia is there too and that's when we also learn that in the time leading up to the very end of the great gatsby book uh the reason why nick was so keen on having or, or rather why gatsby was so keen on having daisy run away with them and throw everything away was that basically the bill was coming due from the uh the mafioso types and so he needed to get the hell out of dodge but he was still living in the past and he wanted to take daisy with him so one Mm. way or another he was going to end up in that pool if anything you know a, a a quick uh bullet from uh from poor george there was probably the the quicker way than whatever uh the bootleggers who are like hey gadsby you owe us millions or bren yeah 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 Who, who's to say he didn't fake that uh, death oh Ooh. oh poor hey. nick <laughs> or is nick in nick, on it? the constant loser well oh, here's yeah. the thing uh, if we treat the story of the Great Gatsby as being in canon, this is Nick basically writing a big story about how uh, Gatsby died here, quote unquote. Nick's in on it. They're uh, basically uh, splitting the money and running because the mafiosos were never able to find Gatsby's riches. The house was empty. Weird. Yeah. Ooh. It's empty, guys. So mysterious. Yeah. And I mean, in a. And people like, like, but like we, but people who, who saw his body, he, he was floating in his pool. Like no one's ever actually they saw seen, what you wanted to see. Like <laughs> who, who has actually seen Gatsby? Jordan, Nick, like Tom and Daisy. Tom, Tom and Daisy think he's dead and never went to the funeral. The jerks. I mean, there is this whole thing in the beginning of the movie, at least. Uh, where no one's quite sure what Gatsby even looks like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dang. Now, there, there's there's this air of mystery here. I like this ending because that that's the thing. When you're watching kind of like these combination, like either con men or, or heist movies, they get away with it at the end. You get like the uh, the reveal as they kind of show like all the various plot elements happening. And uh, say, so, so Gatsby, wait, why did you let Daisy kill that woman? I'm sorry. <laughs> that wasn't part of the plan. I had to adapt. Although it'd be pretty funny. It'd be pretty funny if you had like a clue ending to Gatsby. Or you had. Yeah. Oh, who's to say? I'm just going to leave it at that. Just clue ending to Gatsby. Oh, who's to say? Hey, Myrtle's dead. What? I say Jordan did everything. Jordan's the real culprit here. She's the one who ran over Myrtle. She's the one who, because sh- who does Daisy ever confess, or is it just Tom assuming? It's it's a uh, Gatsby. Gatsby. Him. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> I still say Jordan did it somehow. Um, when she was in the other car. Listen, Alex, <laughs> you're giving me a lot of trouble here. Fine, fine, <laughs> fine. Somebody, Jordan didn't kill Myrtle. Jordan did kill Gatsby and the mechanic, and then. Made off with millions. That I'd be down with. So as to provide a safe escape for Daisy 
and then they run away, change their names and identities, and mm. uh, live on an island uh, in happy sapphic love. Woo! But playing golf uh, for my story here. Ha ha. Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I just like the idea of we, we, we can throw Jordan in there too. Why not? It's a big happy, happy family now. Although I think again, I like this idea that Jordan just got out while the getting was weird. Yeah. Uh, Took one look at the whole situation and went, nah. Like, I'm a successful sportswoman having the time of my life, and I'm going to keep doing that. I hear hear Connecticut's nice this time of year. Let's go there. (laughs) But yeah, that's just all I want. I want the adventures of Jay Gatz pre-war, through the war, uh, falling in love with the wrong girl, and then maybe realizing... Instead of this, the ending that we got that, yeah, maybe, maybe I should just keep on living this, quite frankly, interesting life. Yeah. Just the last scene is him back on that boat. <laughs> oh, the same With boat. Nick. What? Oh. <laughs> like, real talk, if I had that much money, if I had enough money to throw parties every goddamn night, I just would. Like, I, I, I wouldn't need Daisy to pop back up or some shit. That just seems like a nice, t- but to be fair, I've been in the Backstreet Boys reunion tour for some time now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, giant parties where just strangers are around and pouring, like, the, the alcohol's flowing freely and there's food and then party, and a pool? I I mean, he was throwing the parties every night in the hopes that Daisy would come to one of them. Listen, <laughs> that's the his The boy issue. needed a hobby. He had the money for, like, parties could have been his hobby. He could have been an event planner. He apparently was very good at it. <laughs> Quite good, apparently. Aw, Jay Gatsby starts a, like a wedding event planning service. <gasps> oh, oh my god. For the wedding he never had. Aw. Oh. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then- It's Green Knight, your wedding! <gasps> Nick helps write vows for people. Oh my god! I was thinking that Nick shows up as, um, to help, cause he's Daisy's cousin, right? Uh huh. So he's there, let's say Daisy and Tom haven't married yet. But Daisy knows that uh, Nick is, you know, the cousin who's unlikely to get married and has a lot of talent for this kind of thing. Um, so she's brought him in to help assist. And so he's managing that whole thing. So you still get weird class stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's the one who's working with Gatsby hmm. to try to make the wedding cake perfect. Perfection. It, it occurs to me that fandom in general does not have enough wedding planner AUs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can name three off the top of my head and it's still not enough. I was going to say, is it enough? Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> well, the, just just a segue here, as we kind of mentioned AUs here, and we already just talked about our story ideas. Let's uh, try and uh, work in a quick game here. A game. Game. <sighs> special mean, appearance by? Special <laughs> appearance by. Well, or do we? Eh, it's all the AUs, really. We're already doing that. Yeah, it can't be the AU game. We've spent the whole episode playing that. Yeah, that's called the episode. Yeah, sure. Special appearance by. Let's have some other character from a different series or book or movie or whatever entirely show up. Would it be bad of me to go first again? Go for it, yes. Pippin. <laughs> uh, Mulder and Scully? Because that green light is not of this world. <gasps> you know what? I hear that it's mesmerizing people and causing yeah. them to stop paying attention to their... You know, the things that they need to be doing, you get caught up in it. Yeah, and it turns out there's nothing supernatural or alien going on because half the time there never was. Uh, <laughs> yep. And it's it's just 
It's just a weird, creepy obsession. And a lot of booze. And it is in no way a commentary on Mulder and Scully's relationship. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, that's 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 me. I'm done. <laughs> that is completely fair. Um Okay, I got one. It's a bit of an oddball though. Go ahead. From you? That's so unusual. Fuck off. I'm gonna say Wesley from The Princess Bride. Nice. In his, from- in his Dread Pirate Roberts persona. <laughs> I mean, oh, he does have that weird stuff about true love. He does. But also, and this is tying a little bit into Brendan's story, he is going after Gatsby uh, for stealing something. Um, so he's very Dread Pirate-y. And then he gets caught up in the Oh, you got some love shit going on. I know about love shit. <laughs> You're trying to take what I've routely stolen. Exactly. And let's say this is, um, I don't know. I feel like this is part of, you know, he's trying to make his way back to Gilder. And, uh, it, it, wait, is it Gilder or Florence? Florin. One of them is Gilder. One of them is Florin. They're from Florin originally. Okay, they're from Florence. Okay. Because Gilder sent assassins. Come on. Didn't you read the presser from Prince Hubbernink? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he's on his way back to Florence to pick up, uh, uh, because he's heard the gossip. But meanwhile, in order to, because he's not sure what kind of girl, uh, what's her head is turned into, evidently marrying princes and whatnot. So he needs some cash. So he's going to, he's going to hit up Gatsby. But meanwhile, he's busy being very bitter while at the same time extremely uh, uh, idealistic about love. It's very back and forth. He's having his own issues. He and Jordan- He contains multiple multitudes. Yes. He and Jordan have a lot of drinks. Yeah. Mm. Jordan briefly considers whether or not she wants to get it on with him. And he uh, politely shoots her down before she has a chance. And then she toasts him because she's like, hey. Cool. And that's what I, but I also want a lot of talk and, and possibly also sword fighting. All right. So I got one. All right. We're going to have the entire leverage crew show up because you know what? <laughs> Again, because, uh, I'm like this. Turns out that either George or Myrtle or maybe even Jordan, who knows, have hired on the leverage crew because that bastard Tom Buchanan is, I don't know, taking over all their, their land or something. Who knows? rich people crimes and and so we get the entire crew doing things like infiltrating gatsby parties and just doing wild commentary about how all this decor makes no sense and like how he clearly must be new money and like look at this art this is this is stuff that you get like uh on auction you know this isn't an indication of actual uh prestige it's what a poor man who stumbled into money thinks is prestige and you know <gasps> game recognizes game exactly mm. they fed tom the information that uh because tom figured out that gatsby's you know a crook oh yeah they're the ones i'm not even sure they realized how bad it would go no they didn't because <laughs> it went real bad why would they tell tom shit though it might have been an accident because i don't think tom's smart enough to do it on his own is my thing yeah uh it could be that they're involved in an entirely different game altogether, and just the whole entire Gatsby stuff is, like, a good distraction. 
but then somebody gets mm. killed and they can have like a really uh emotional like heart-to-heart conversation afterwards or it's like we we don't do this guys come on does anyone die in leverage sometimes i think that's like one, one thing you can't you can't really count on sometimes fucking hit and runs no i was gonna say emotions but yeah that too <laughs> Which one would feed into who try to feed the emotion? Like, uh, that's one thing you can't account for or, 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 or try to feed that. And which one do you think would just say hit fucking hit and runs? Uh, Parker's the one who, who says you can't account for hit and runs. Hmm. But she says it in a meaningful way. Oh, yeah. Sophie's the one who says you can't count on emotions. Sophie feeds you can't account for or dot dot dot. And then and Parker says hit and runs. <laughs> emotions parker we talked about this <laughs> yes that can be emotional <laughs> <laughs> oh i should rewatch leverage <laughs> uh yeah that that's all i got well, out there well you know what i'm gonna go uh, referring you know who shows up fucking lancelot lancelot oh what the fuck is lancelot fucking doing here i get it that dick, i get it other than ruining things yeah <laughs> Because you know who also who, who loved too much and then fucked ever and that lead to, then to everything being fucked up. Lancelot. Lancelot. Does he uh, confuse Daisy for Guinevere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like some some time travel bullshit happened and and he, he found woke up to find himself oh in uh you know rather than a Christmas night uh, a uh, fucking oh. nineteen <laughs> a jazz age night. The Jazz Night. Uh, Next time from Hallmark Movies. That being uh, said, I do think that he'd be like making a lot of really giving a lot of bad advice about like, no, no, Gatsby, if you love her, you got to stare across at that green light every night and she will surely understand your devotion. Yeah. Not wisely, but too well. Yeah, but she's he has a husband. Listen. You even listen. If, Never stopped me. Listen, even if that her, her husband is the king you have sworn your loyalty to, who you ha- who you love as much as her. Oh, I don't. I, I, I don't care about Tom. Oh, then fuck him. Haha. <laughs> also, I mean, chivalry. Am I right? <laughs> right. Uh, wasn't chivalry? That's the way. Have you got he's uh, showing off, off to courtly ladies? Courtly love, am I right? That's what's about. That's how you. That's how you get your girl. Oh, yeah. and it works out so well. And, and how did it work out for you? I have no reason to assume it went badly. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, let me just hand you La Morte Arthur. <laughs> oh, 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 um, oh hey. Oh. Huh. Oh. Uh. And somehow I'm the. I still. Li- I survive. Sweet. Well, you're not a woman, so. <laughs> Your regular reminder, though, that the Mort to Arthur was written by a random drunk knight in a jail cell. Thank you. And good night. Whomst among us. <laughs> <laughs> Do not write <laughs> classic literature. Drunk in a jail cell. I mean. <laughs> it's called My Process. Ah. Uh. I'll thank you uh, to respect it. All right. Is there anything else? Nah, I'm good. Cool. So yeah, that was uh, that was the Great Gatsby, y'all. How are you all feeling about the Jazz Age? I'm feeling a little disillusioned. Yeah. 
Uh, fair. I think uh, that we should have some parties, because I don't see how this could go wrong. Yeah. Welcome to the Roaring Twenties, y'all. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I see no parallels between this this century and the previous one. None at all. None nah. whatsoever. Nope, nope, nope. Hey guys, uh, I have a pool. Uh, you wanna? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go. Gonna go for a swim. Yeah, sure. Here's the thing, guys. When did the Spanish flu happen? Was it before? Before. This? Yeah. It's like 1918. Great. So here's the thing, Brendan. If it, if this was in a later time and you had a pool, I'd be like, actually, yes. Let's go. <laughs> I've learned nothing. That's what I'm saying here. I've learned nothing from tonight. Uh, so, you guys, what's <laughs> what's Gatsby's favorite superhero? What? Oh, fuck you. Green Lantern. Oh, <laughs> I saw it coming. What's, what's his least favorite superhero? Who? <sighs> Deadpool. Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> You're all night, folks. You're all night. Uh, no, just for a couple more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, before we get going, does anybody have anything to uh, plug? Um, let's see. Uh, I have um, well, a story eventually coming out from Apex. Not sure when, uh, but I will let the fabulous listening public know when it's out. And uh, I have a free to read uh, Patreon microzine uh, called the Small Thoughts and Minor Hours magazine check it out it's where it's it's an escape from doom scrolling i just talk about nice things and and tell so you talk of, about me i do i do make <sighs> fun of you though oh well because you didn't want to ride in that boat that one time because mm. you were a weenie i was right anyway go on <laughs> um on the 6th i have a show coming up on at 9 p.m on the arcade comedy theater's uh youtube channel Woo-hoo. uh it's a valentine's day themed show <gasps> Oh, oh, wait. Uh, when's our next episode? In real, t- um, in real time. Uh, when this one comes out, you mean? Uh, yeah, I, well, I, this I, one comes out on. You're saying Valentine's Day episode has reminded me, guys. I'm going to be a panelist and moderator at Boscone. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh. Um. I uh, so the science fiction fantasy convention Boscone, which this year is virtual and has a um very inexpensive uh. uh ticket price support your local convention support your local comedy theater you can do it all (laughs) (laughs) and i will be um on a panel on friday about uh writing relatable characters Mm. and then two panels on saturday uh i will be moderating the shape of robots to come give me the actual date range (laughs) you saying friday and saturday is meaningless (laughs) one second the 12th and the 13th it is the 12th and the 13th. Oh, okay. Brenda's right. Uh, so Friday the 12th, I will be on a panel called uh, Writing Relatable Characters. And on uh, Saturday the 13th, I will be moderating The Shape of Robots to Come. And on another panel called Cyborgs Are People Too. Uh, so uh, now is a great time to uh, check out a convention in a nice, safe location, i.e. your living room. <laughs> and... Um, I hope to see you guys there. Yeah, it's uh, it's BYOB. <laughs> uh, so Brendan has uh, his thing on the sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, has improv on the sixth. Cat has a convention uh, appearance on weekend from the twelfth to the fourteenth. I am just hanging out. Same. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Get on it, Pippin Al. Come on. Listen, 
It takes work to be this Nisha. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, speaking of work, Pippin, can you, uh, can you take us out? All right. As always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to nostoriesacred.com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at nostoriesacred, or send us an email through contact at nostoriesacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex McDonald, Brendan McDonald, Pippin McDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing and music for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at nostoriesacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. And please rate, review, and subscribe to No Stories Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash nostoriesacred. See you next time when we talk about the fairy tale, Snow White. Until then, we're No Story is Sacred, and any story can be changed. I'm Pippin. I'm Alex. I'm Kat. And I'm Brendan. And we're No No Story Story is Sacred. Sacred. Sacred.